What's up, podcast enthusiasts? This is Michelle from Nutrish Mish, and you are listening to episode three of Healthiest with Nutrish Mish. I'm so psyched you're here because this is my ultimate surviving the holiday episode, and that is a skill set, let me tell you. So I just Googled this actually. The average person gains about eight pounds during the holiday season which is crazy. So if you're on the path to losing, you know, one to two pounds of body fat a week, that means, math's not my thing, it would take you about two months to lose what you're putting on in basically, you know, four to six weeks. So you don't wanna like do all of this damage and then have to spend the entire month of January and February just getting that off so that by March, now you're starting at square one. It's very doable to stay on track during the holidays if you have the right mindset. And we're gonna go over exactly how you wanna be thinking and exactly how you wanna be handling each event that you have so that you will walk away being a professional. So the first thing I wanted to chat about here is that there's a really big difference, and I talk about this on all my platforms, between manipulating your weight and creating a lifestyle change. When you're creating a lifestyle change, there are parts in life, like. November and December that are gonna come around literally every year. So a skill set is learning how to deal with those months which are a lot trickier than January and February. The second half of the year in general, nutritionally, is way harder than the first half of the year. Because if you think about it, what happens in January through June? Not a whole lot. You have the Super Bowl in there, maybe random Valentine's Day candy, not a whole lot. But then once June rolls around, now you have summer and summer presents its own set of challenges. And then you get like a little break in September, but then it's Halloween and then here we are the holidays um, and then it, it then it kind of like starts all over so the one of the main pitfalls that I see people fall into is you have this kind of perfect storm going on you have all of this great food available because it's the holidays and there's cookies and all this kind of you know fattening stuff that you you know know that it's not the healthiest but it's there in abundance then it's kind of chillier out so you're looking for that comfort food more you're wearing baggier clothes it's not like you're walking around your bikini so much in January or in you know December when it's chilly out and then you have this like looming promise of January and even if you know that New Year's resolutions are total bullshit and nobody ever actually sticks to them there's this little voice in your head that's like eh, maybe this year's your year so it kind of almost gives you an out to kind of drop the ball a little bit because there's this looming promise of January all this crazy great food is around you're wearing bag your clothes it's a little colder out you're looking for comfort food it's dark out so it's kind of this perfect storm to create this environment where weight can happen very dramatically but not for you you're a professional, you're gonna handle it this, this January. You're gonna be just fine, you're not gonna need it. So, a couple pitfalls that people can fall into. So the first thing is all of the holidays, they're just a day. And I'm sure you've heard that before, but like think about what that really actually means. So Thanksgiving is a day. One day out of 30, one day out of seven is not making or breaking your week, your month, your whatever. It's the trickle down effect. So. Thanksgiving food in general, it's not even that bad for you. We're talking it's like turkey, it's, you know, uh, it could be, you know, potatoes, it's squash, it, vegetables, uh, Thanksgiving meals, actually, I mean, granted, of course, there's stuffing and mashed potatoes and those things too, but for the most part, Thanksgiving food is not terribly unhealthy. We tend to overdo it and gorge um, on Thanksgiving food, but even if you completely binge throughout the day, even if you feel like an Oompa Loompa by the end of Thanksgiving and you're on your couch in your stretchy pants, that one day is not an impact at all on your progress overall. It's very human nature to focus on the negative things that we're doing. Think about when you were in school, right? You didn't remember all the A's that you got, you remember the one C that you got. Now, at the end of the semester, that C is not impactful. It doesn't matter, it's really not in your average, it's a blip on the screen. Um, 
But of course, that's what you're going to remember. And the same thing with this. You're going to remember the anomaly. You're going to remember Thanksgiving and, oh my God, I totally blew it and I ate so much. However, um, that's not the majority of the month or the week for that matter, or even the weekend. So if you keep it to the day, you're fine. So the problem then ends up being leftovers, right? So you have pie hanging around forever. You have, you know, whatever leftover, you know, cookies, Aunt Margaret brought, I don't know. Um, and that can be the problem because now you have that stuff in the house. So you have to do two, one of two things when you have food in the house that is kind of tempting. Either you need to kind of decide when you're going to have it and commit to it and just kind of like let it be a thing or you have to throw it away. So I'm going to give you arguments for both. So if you're going to throw it away, in my opinion, that's the best thing to do. You sh it's really difficult to eat well when you have crap in your house all the time. Like, I can't do it. Most people can't do it. It's very, very challenging. Um, so I always like to kind of tell people, you know, if you're, if you're looking for ice cream, go out for ice cream. Go to Carvel. Go get ice cream. Don't keep it in the house because if it's in the house, it's harder and it's too easy to, for it to become a habit. If there are people in your house who enjoy eating that stuff all the time, nobody should be eating candy cookies cake all the time. It's, it's not good for anybody. Even if that person isn't necessarily struggling with their weight, it's not good for their heart and for their bodies. So, you know, if you're going to have, you know, two weeks or a month of, of eating desserts every single day, it might not be a bad idea to get them out of the house. So the second thing that people say to me with that is they'll say, well, it's a waste of money. I have, you know, $20 worth of, of cake left over and, you know, it's a waste of money. Yes and no, because I'm sure if you thought about it, you probably have spent more than $20 over the course of your life in things to keep your health and your weight in a certain direction, be it in gym memberships, if in nutrition visits, in diet programs, in shakes and powders and pills and whatever, that if you were to eat the $20 worth of cake, it would actually be a bigger waste of money because it would take you farther away from your goals than if you just actually threw it in the garbage. So just a kind of different way of thinking about that. So it's really not a waste of money because that type of food is not nourishment. That type of food is entertainment. And there's only so much entertainment food you can get away with in a week before it starts to negatively impact your health. So if you start thinking about food as two different things, either we call it fun or fuel. So either fuel, meaning it's the tools your body needs to make you the right way, or it's fun, meaning that it's entertainment, it kind of puts a little bit of a different spin on it, right? Because the entertainment is now over once Thanksgiving is over. So it's not a waste of money. It's not a waste of food because it's not food in a nourishing way and uh, it just makes it harder for everybody when it's in the house so I'm a big proponent of enjoy it the day of um, but then afterwards just try to remove it from the house it's easier that way other option I said was allocating out when you're gonna actually have it so um, when I was growing up my family members would if there was cake left over right <laughs> they would there would always be a plastic knife <laughs> in the fridge with the cake and somebody would like cut a sliver and then a sliver and then a sliver and then a sliver. No one would actually commit to having a full piece, right? But you cut all these like tiny little slivers, you never actually commit to it. And at the end of the day, you probably ate more doing all those little slivers than if you just had the damn piece of cake to begin with. So if you can't get it out of the house, if that's not an option, it's a good idea to say to yourself, all right, you know what, the cake's here, I'm gonna have a piece Monday, I'm gonna have a piece Wednesday, and maybe Friday, whatever it is. And now you know when you're gonna have it. So now on Tuesday, you're not like, oh damn, that cake, it's torturing me in the fridge, because you know when you're gonna have it. You either have to know when you're gonna have it, or you need to remove it from your house. It's much easier that way. When you're playing these games with yourself and you're trying to like white knuckle it, it, it typically doesn't work. So, um, so that would be my first tip on how to kind of deal with the leftovers, really isolating it and keeping it at that day.
Another pitfall that people can fall into this time of year is that they're busy. You're so busy this time of year, you have to buy God knows how many presents. There's so many holiday parties. You know, if you have kids, there's end of, you know, end of year things going on, concerts and things like that. It is a crazy, chaotic, not so normal time of year. So because of that, a lot of people, you know, who normally would pack lunch and you know do groceries and and you, you might be in a kind of a good routine with that it, it's easy to let that routine fall by the wayside so it's a really good idea to really plan and map out your meals ahead of time because if you do that that's going to put you in a really powerful position where now once the week starts you don't have to think about it because if you've just worked a long day and then you had to fight mall traffic and then you bought a ton of presents and then you came home and then someone says well what are we doing for dinner tonight you're not going to choose anything good at that choice. Nobody would. I wouldn't. Um, but if you already kind of know what you're going to do because you planned it out ahead of time, it makes it much easier. So if you guys go to nutritionmish.com slash week planner, I'm going to include my week planning template as a download in there. And you guys can use that. It's super helpful. I do this for myself every single week. And if you fill it out at the beginning of the week, you know exactly what groceries you're going to get. You know exactly what meals you're going to make. And then nobody will ask you at 5 o'clock, well, what are we doing for dinner? You won't have to deal with it at that time because you'll already know. And it's so much easier just to execute than to have to turn your brain on in the chaos. We want to make this as easy for you as possible. The third thing that people do is that you almost try too much. You try to be too good at the party, right? So you're like, I'm on my diet. I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to eat anything. And then you're torturing yourself. And then that little voice is in your head being like, well, you know, it is Jamie's party and she only makes these cannolis once a year and you've been so good you could have just one cannoli you've been so good and then you have one and then you're like shit you already screwed up and now you're like well if i already screwed up for one cannoli i might as well have 45 cannolis because that's only logical so then you had 45 cannolis and then you had you know all the appetizers and all the food and then you feel like you binged right so you do want to enjoy yourself in the holidays right it's a special time of year some of this food you know you only get once in a while maybe once a year enjoy yourself the day of if you restrict during the holidays, if you restrict during the event, you restrict during the party, restriction in general breeds a bad relationship with food. Think about it with something not food related. I would venture a guess that in high school, you liked the guy or girl who didn't like you, not the guy or girl who did like you. We always want what we can't have. So when all this stuff is always off limits in your mind, right? It just breeds this kind of feeling of like, oh my God, well, I have to have it. And then when you go off, you go off hard. And that's when you could start to do a lot of damage. I've also seen cases where people are so good at a party, they don't touch anything, they don't have anything that they feel like they're quote-unquote not supposed to, but then they go home and they binge because it's in private and, you know, they felt like they missed out. You felt like, you know, you, you were shorted somehow. So you want to let yourself enjoy the party. When you go to a party, um, alcohol can be a tough thing. Alcohol can pack a ton of calories depending on the drink. Um, alcohol has almost as many calories per gram as fat. And then when you couple it with you know, creamy things or sweet things, it creates a little tough situation. So if there is a really amazing eggnog drink or a really amazing holiday drink that you want, my suggestion is have one of them, enjoy it, and then switch over to something a little bit less crazy, uh, like a vodka club or even if you do vodka club with a splash of cranberry if you want to be festive, uh, but definitely switch over to a better um, option because let's say you did three eggnogs, right? Now an eggnog could be a whole range of calories but the average I think would be probably about three 250 to 300 if we're talking like a 16 ounce glass let's call it 
200 to make the math easy for me. So if you have three eggnogs at 200 calories a pop, that's 600 calories just in drinks, right? Now let's say you have one eggnog and now two vodka clubs, right? Pretty good amount of alcohol regardless. Don't know if that's a good combination because you might throw up. However, calorie-wise, now we're looking at something that's going to be closer to like 320 and change. So almost cuts it in half. So you want to be very careful with alcohol calories. And when you, you know you drink alcohol, your inhibitions get lowered. So it's very easy to overeat when you're um, a little too buzzed. But yeah, you know, just make sure you're going in there, not consuming too many calories from alcohol. Now with appetizers, when there's going to be appetizers out at a party, like chips and dips and all this kind of stuff. It's really easy. I've had so many conversations with people at parties and like you wouldn't even know that their hand is actually attached to their brain because you're having a conversation with them and their hand is just grabbing these chips all willy-nilly and putting the chips in the person's mouth and the person doesn't even seem to be consciously aware that it's happening. Um, but in the spirit of that you don't want to feel like you're missing out, I would say take a plate and put whatever you want in the plate and like that's what you get and then give yourself a number of plates for the party so say all right I'm gonna let myself have like three plates or four plates or one plate an hour of this stuff and put as much as you want on the plate but it'll force you to be a little bit more mindful it'll force you to avoid um, overeating with you know without being very conscious of it um, and it'll still allow you to enjoy and taste what you want to without it being too too crazy and then as far as desserts go you know Again, my suggestion is just enjoy what you want to have there. You know, I would I would try maybe one or two things. Um, I wouldn't necessarily go into the mindset of, well, you know, I'm off today, so I'm just going to, like, eat everything, right, and just have things for the sake of having it. If you're trying, you know, Susie's cannoli cake and it doesn't taste good, like, don't eat it, you know. Um, save it for something else. Don't just have it just because you started it. Um, the goal for the holiday season and the goal for these parties is to, so you can walk away and say, you know what, I handle that better than I would normally. The goal is not to be perfect. The goal is not to beat yourself up if you had an issue. The goal is to walk away being like, you know what, I handled that better than normal. If you didn't handle it better than normal, there's a big difference between beating yourself up over it and saying to yourself, huh, well that was interesting that that happened. How can I maybe improve next time? And if you go in with that mindset, that's even more powerful because now you're looking at everything very inquisitively and you're looking at everything from a place where you can um, really improve opposed to just judging and beating up yourself, which is a complete and total waste of energy. So. I hope that was helpful. I hope you guys enjoy your holidays and we'll probably do a couple more of these types of things um, holiday related as certain ones present themselves. But that's an overall kind of kickoff to the holiday season so you guys can really start to hone in on how to really prepare and how to really make sure that you're avoiding the pitfalls so that you are not one of these people that gains eight pounds during the holiday season. So. If you guys would like, go to nutrishmish.com slash weekly template and I'm going to post there uh, a PDF that you'll be able to download of the, the template that I use and this will help save you a little bit because again, if you have your weeks mapped out and your meals kind of mapped out, even if you don't follow it perfectly, if you have a game plan, it'll set you up for success more often than not because you can get away with entertainment eating you know, to an extent, but when you have party entertainment eating and then entertainment eating just because you didn't have anything prepared on a normal Wednesday night, then that's when it becomes too much. That's when the damage can happen. So go to nutritionmish.com slash weekly template and I will post the link below and you can um, download that template and take advantage of our free initial consultation. There'll be a form on there too. If you want to have a session with us, if you want to start coming in for the holidays, make sure you have somebody to hold you accountable and, and stay on track. Definitely fill out that form and we will get right back to you.
All right. Have a happy holiday season. It is starting. But you guys got this. You'll be fine. <laughs> Till next time. See you soon.